Hello, sports fans. This is Sellout Sports. I am Tori Rich, joined by Mike Mawson. Today is November 10th, 2023. It is the Marine Corps birthday, sir. And uh, I don't know. Hell yeah. So let's say. We'll talk about a little bit about you know exactly what that means because this is like this is like the holiday for for Marines you know? yeah so uh, educate me so uh, yeah I'll tell you after hit it So let me tell you the tale of the Marine Corps, Mike. It's our 248th birthday. It's a big deal. We make a bigger deal out of it than any other branch because we're just obnoxious assholes, and I won't apologize for it. And, uh, yeah, we were founded in a bar. And uh, I'm the worst Marine ever because, A, I don't have any tattoos, and, B, I don't drink. But um, I, I will also, you know, be proud of the fact that we were founded in a bar, and I will, you know. I'll put it out there, you know. Um, but it's it's very fitting, you know, that we were founded in a bar, you know, in 1775. That's crazy. A, yeah. So, um, I don't know. It, it, but basically, like you know, it brings back a lot of memories for any Marines. Usually, you have your Marine Corps ball, which is, so everybody gets. I mean, we have the greatest dress uniforms yes, in the world. Yes, we, I've um, seen. I've seen plenty. And uh, so everyone puts on their dress blues, except for the, you know, so you, little known fact, you're not issued dress blues. Um, you have to buy those. Oh, really? You get, yeah. So like the green service uniform, those are those are like your service alphas or okay. whatever. Um, you are, that's like what you report to your, you're issued those, you know, but you're not issued blues. So everyone's, so you get like 10 guys in the squadron that are like, like no, I hate the Marine Corps. I'm not buying my blues. Like, dude, like, it's like. I mean, how much do they cost? It's not free pussy, but it's you know obviously because you have to pay for it. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so it's probably like four hundred dollars. You know, um, who who makes you know, them? You know, like that's uh, an interesting like. Who who makes the blues? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's like in the okay. It's in the stores. You know what okay. I mean? Like the. Uh, and you got to get them tailored and all that stuff. And, and, right. But the, but dude, you throw on the medals. Like it's just like, I mean, we went to. Um, my the, the yeah the only ball where I was actually married actually so Casey and I went and we met so you know who who Lee Ermy is right so it's the guy he's the guy that was the drill instructor in Full Metal Jacket okay um are you familiar yeah I'm familiar haven't okay. haven't seen the movie I mean he's I'm in familiar. a lot of other movies yeah. he's in um Saving Silverman um trying to trying to think of other good examples he had a show uh what's that called um he had a show about military stuff for a little while. And I can't remember what it was called. You know, I'm yeah. not going to pull it. No, yeah, you're definitely not because you were like five. But, um, yeah. So anyway, but we met him. He actually came to our Marine Corps ball. It was like it was awesome. We met him. It, it, uh, I think Casey made it her profile picture today. I don't know. Like, um, it's and and yeah, that's another thing. Every Marine, even even the ones that you knew, the guy like hated the Marine Corps when he was in. 
like our Marine Corps Marine Corps birthday. Like everybody, everybody's like, "Oh, I miss it so much." Gets all nostalgic and shit. Yeah, good day to reminisce. It's, and uh, and then you know, usually you have Veterans Day off. So and a lot of times you have a ninety six on Veterans Day. I'm sorry, a four day. You you probably could have figured it out. Usually you get a ninety six on Veterans Day weekend. You know. And uh, so, yeah, so everyone's just getting hammered on Marine Corps ball night. (laughs) And then, like, literally, commanding officers can even elect to allow, they can just circumvent the law. As long as you stay on base, you could 18 and up can drink is, like, not a lot of COs do it, but sometimes they do it. Really? Um, Yeah. That's a way to boost morale right there. As long as you stay on base. And and honestly, like, most 21-year-olds can't handle it, like, or never mind 18-year-olds, but, you know. So, uh, yeah, man. So a lot of memories. Um, and so, yeah, uh, all other branches, fuck you. We're better than you. And, um, that's, you know, that's what this is about. Yeah. So. As somebody like an outsider, obviously I've, I've seen, you know, quite a few on, on Instagram throughout the years. And it's just like, they do look very sharp. One, the dress blues <laughs> and two, it's just like, damn, like the, it looks like a great time. And it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like how, how long are you like actually at the, uh, the facility like where where does the oh, it's, take place? yeah it's, so like it's a, a, there's a lot of yeah i mean I, I guess i'm i'm leaving out there's a lot of traditions that go into it i mean obviously there's some solemn moments like recognizing those that we've lost and there's a there's a place set for the for the lost marines like a dinner a dinner table oh, that's, set that's for the awesome. lost marines yeah. um there's a tradition that the oldest marine in the unit and the youngest marine in the unit they they um they cut the first piece of cake together like that, you know, that's, and, or they, the, the youngest Marine, I believe cuts it, passes it to the oldest Marine, you know, to signify the passing of traditions and everything like that. Um, I'm getting a little rusty on my Marine Corps knowledge, honestly, but yeah, like it's, it's no worries. I won't test you anymore. Just it actually (laughs) really, really interesting. uh, No, it's a, it's good. It's good to come back to it. Honestly, yeah, honestly, it's funny. The most fun we I ever had was actually at a at a mess night because we were still in Afghanistan on Marine Corps birthday, and so we got back like a month later, and then so we so we had a mess night, but everybody it was basically our replacement for the yeah. ball, and um, and I remember so like you could do like you could do goofy shit like try to try to find people, um, and that what and they would have to take drinks of the grog, and there was alcoholic grog and non-alcoholic grog, but basically you put all the nastiest shit imaginable into one drink and then people have to take drinks of it to have to take shots of college it. kids have a have a it's called a borg now okay so i think do. i think this is similar yeah so um so i was i was driving because i was driving up to vegas that night to get married to casey the next morning and uh so and and she had just lost somebody in the family so that's why she was um that's why she wasn't th- there with me that night so all my buddies were supposed to come up that night. <laughs> like I was supposed to have like a best man, you know, in Vegas. I'm, yeah, I'm but envisioning a hangover. You know, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> it, it, that's what it should have been. And, it, and don't get me wrong, we still had a great time. But whatever. So anyway, but at the mess night, you do like you're, you're always supposed to. You learn at boot camp. You're supposed to carry around this honor, courage, commitment card, and it's really cheesy and whatever. But you're supposed to. You're always supposed to have it in your left breast pocket. And so I stood up and there's like this whole thing, like you, you speak, you know, you request permission to speak to the CEO and say, like, I, sir, I request that everyone that doesn't have a, their honor, courage and commitment card, um, you know, gets a fine to drink of the grog. And so I, so I, you know, I did it. I said that. And then, 
And then the CEO, like, you didn't have yours. No, no, I had mine. The CEO clearly didn't have his. (laughs) So it's like, because it doesn't actually matter. Nobody gives a shit. But, um, and so he uh, he clearly didn't have his. So he was like, like, no, I'm not going to do that, Sergeant Rich. It said I, for for everyone that has their honor courage <laughs> commitment card, you are going to take one shot of the garage. I had to take like fourteen shots of it. It was fucking disgusting, <laughs> and I'm sure the alcoholic one would have been even worse. But yeah, the non-alcoholic was pretty bad. It was like Tabasco sauce oh, and like yeah. just I mean mixing all of the the worst Probably some milk in there. Yeah, or... probably. Yeah, yeah, it was nasty. I don't. I'm glad. I'm actually glad I don't know what went into it. <laughs> Anyway, so Marine Corps birthday. That's I, I think that's enough on Marine Corps birthday. I don't I don't usually do that, but you know, I'll I'll get nostalgic today. So yeah. Seems a worthy cause, you know. <laughs> but uh uh but Mike, you know, next on the agenda though, you've got you've got homework for me. So I do, I do. We've we've kind of went away from homework. We're we're gonna bring it back. Um I, I think this is my first assignment for you since we've kind of you know put these out here uh i need you to watch a basket nba basketball game this weekend i don't care where it who it is there's plenty of games this weekend i have league pass i'll record it for you we can watch it together on monday and we can talk about it on the show i just need you to watch a a game of basketball i know it's still football season but we need to get these juices flowing a little bit wow all right uh- you sound you sound pretty serious, so I I don't know what what can I say to that. You and know? I, I have a suggestion for you. Uh, oh, okay. A little peek behind the curtain. We're actually watching, you know, not really watching since we're recording, but we have uh, we have the Pistons and Seventy Sixers game on right now. Pistons are up one in the third quarter. The it looks like the Pistons are letting the lead slip away. Weren't they up like eight at the half? Let's they were. On. They were. This is kind of uh, how it's been going. But this Pistons team... And aren't they like 2-7? and seven? Yes, really? they are. They are. They're in the bottom of the Eastern Conference, legitimately 15th out of 15th. They are fun to watch, Tori. They are young. I think they're the youngest team in the league. They are very fun to watch. I need you to get a league pass team, and I think it should be this, the Pistons. That's my league pass team right now. Well, okay, here's the thing. Tell me why I would do that when it's Detroit, so there's no way they're going to keep this team together. So yes, they are. They're, they're, no, they're, they're not. No, they're a young team. This is the NBA. Nobody wants to be in Detroit. Like so, anybody that's good on that team is going to want to be in LA or Miami or. Well, the thing is, they're like a lot of them are early in their contracts, so they don't really have that that right. They're not going to be selling. They just got Monty Williams. They got a good coach. They're going to try and build. Uh, are they going to lose some games this year? Yes, but they are fun to watch. You're, you're saying get in on the ground floor. You're saying this will be an investment, and a and year or two from now. No, I'm not even saying. It's just league pass team. You don't have to. You don't have to stick with them. League pass. It's you get them for a year, and if you don't want to stick with them, you don't have to. It's just a team that's fun to watch. Are you a saying few, this is a team that could grow into a playoff team by the end of the no, year? No, I don't. No, no, they're not going to grow into a playoff team. Because they're fun to watch. That's exactly why. <laughs> the league pass team a few years ago for me was the Dallas Mavericks when Luka Doncic started to go off, and it, it's just magical to watch, okay? They're, not gonna, they're probably going to end up in 13th out of 15th in the Eastern Conference, but they're fun to watch. They got young players. This, you're not a basketball guy, right? You're not, you know basketball, but you're not a basketball guy. This team doesn't shoot. 43s a game. It's not the Celtics. So they're not relying on the threes, right? They have young guys. I saw Thompson uh, <laughs> as I get it wrong, right? Um, 
And yeah, and now they're down four. Sort, We've been talking for like thirty seconds, and now they're down four. And a about sort to be Thompson, down six. top five pick. I think I think his twin. I know it's either his brother or his twin went one pick before him to Houston. Dude is a menace defensively. He's a, I think he's like 18, 19 years old. He's averaging 1.7, 1.8 blocks a game, 1.3 steals a game. Yes, we're only nine games in, but the dude's just under 6'6". He has a seven-foot wing, wingspan, and he's just locking guys up. You want to know what Marcus Smart had two years ago when he won Defensive Player of the Year? Guess his, guess his stats, defensive stats. Guess how many steals he had? I mean, 1.7. Guess how many blocks he had? I, you know I don't know. 0.3. <laughs> Point three, and he was the first guard to win in what, like, uh, since Gary Payton in like twenty five years or something. Yes, he was on a winning team. Well, yeah, but how many possessions did he steal by flopping? <laughs> so. I don't think they have uh, saber metrics for that quite yet. Uh, they probably somebody, do. Somebody should. They probably do. But um, those are quote unquote winning plays. If so, if Thompson was on a decent team, he would be the front runner for. Defensive Player of the Year. How stupid is this? You have to be on, you have to be on a winning team to win Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think that's stupid because see, I I don't know if I can get on board with this dude. If they're not going to win, you have to win. I like watching the Heat. I like watching a team that's more than the sum of its parts. Right. That's why the Heat were so cool. I to think watch. this team is more than the sum of its. Well, no, parts. they're not because if they're going to be thirteenth out of fifteen in the Eastern Conference, then they suck. No, well, they're you know they suck probably is suck. Thirteenth out of fifteen. So sucks. you're only gonna you're only gonna watch good teams. You're not. Oh. Dude, you, you need to get in, dude. Watching bad teams Wait, is so, fun. Uh, okay, I can appreciate that. Like, if we're talking about we're, movies, we're just, a, we're just appreciating. Dude, that's basketball. like saying that watching the Panthers and the Bears last night is fun. Like, no, no, it's not. No, that's not fun. This is fun though. Why? What's the difference? <laughs> because you say like not everyone's going to be on this team, right? Like, you're going to have knowledge of these players and how they play when they go to a different team. When, when they sell out when, and go to L.A. or no, Miami. No, not when they sell out, dude. They have the right for free agency. Like, that's the thing. I like, know, but... Uh, yeah, Sword Thompson's not going to be... Assort Tom- dude, we're called right. sellout sports. I'm not saying selling out is a bad thing. <laughs> dude, Sword Thompson is going to be... Like, he's going to be a piece on, like, a championship team in a few years. And to okay, be so, able to watch him okay, now. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me. Let, okay, so what you're saying is get it on the ground floor on certain players instead of getting on the ground floor on this team. Yeah, you don't have to get it on the floor on the ground floor for the entire. Did you really team. think I would go for this? It's fun. It's not fun. It's, you're learning about basketball. You're learning about players. I don't. I don't like the player empowerment era. So this why would isn't I like something that empowerment? It, it, sure, it is because they're it's, playing. They're because they're literally contracted me, to play basketball. T- and that's what they're doing. You're telling me to tie my to hitch my wagon to a player, a personality instead of a team. Why would you think an old fart like me would get on board oh with that? Oh my god! Well, anyway, <laughs> Jalen Duran is in his second year. He is. He's not even twenty years old yet. He's playing really well. He was the, he was the number one pick. I don't think he played for Memphis. I think that was the whole NCAA being the NCAA thing. Slasher, kind of a guy I think you would like. You know, young, but I don't think he's ever hit a three. I th- he's only attempted like I think he attempted like five last year. hasn't hasn't hit a three. So, um, but just athletic, runs the floor, hustles. I think you would appreciate that. Now, I'm trying to find traits that I think you would appreciate, and I think it's Sir Thompson. Lockdown defender who grabs 10 rebounds a game at 6'5". I think that's somebody you can appreciate. So, uh, so I think, I think J- Jalen Duran <laughs> is somebody you can appreciate. I think Alec Burks is somebody who you can appreciate who's taking six and a half threes a game, and he's hitting at a f- almost a 54% clip. He's not th- chucking up 
12 threes a game and just, you know, coming in and that's all he's doing. Okay. okay. He's being efficient. <laughs> I think these are players you can appreciate. This is the most passionate you have <laughs> Yes, because you are fired up. I am. I am. I need you to watch basketball, and I think this is the team. They're going to get a Bogdanovich back. Don't ask me which one. I. This is pretty funny. I didn't know. So you know there's two Bogdanoviches in the NBA, right? Yeah, they're, they're brothers. No, no, they're not. What? No, I just I just realized this. They're not brothers. It, it just blew my mind doing research for this to try to my, – my sales pitch for you to watch the no, D- Detroit No, no, no. This is – this is like an immigration thing or something. Like something got screwed up. No, they're like, actually they're they're not even the same nationality. I, which I didn't know. One's Croatian and one is Serbian, I believe. Um, Bogdan, dude, I know it's crazy, right? Like Bogdan, Bogdan is Bogdan is the one on the Hawks. He's dude. They're like the same person. <laughs> He's six seven two twenty six. Bohan is the one on the Pistons. He has a calf strain right now. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, so once they get him back, he's a he's a guy that just kind of. <clears throat> I think he's he's he has a. Dude, stat it even line. has it even has the same accent mark over the C. At I know. The end of their name. I know it's crazy. I literally thought they were brothers. They're not. Um, Bohan six five two twenty five. So he he weighs a pound less and he's two inches shorter. Um, dude, it's it's crazy. Um, they <laughs> these are guys you might not like because like I think Bohan has a stat line. Like one of those famous stat. Like, do you, are you familiar with the Tony Snell's stat line? No, no. Enlighten me, please. Uh, like twenty-eight minutes, um, zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero blocks, zero steals, zero turnovers. And then, like everyone on the internet's like, dude was just out there running. <laughs> dude was just out there jogging. <laughs> like he didn't trip across a rebound. <laughs> like it's happened a couple times. So Tony Snell did that. So. He said in twenty what like twenty eight like tw- minutes like legitimate minutes yeah not like <laughs> not like four minutes yeah it's pretty crazy uh, that's like that's like it's impressive right like that's like me lacking. on a pickup team like just not, you know just out there doing cardio <laughs> just getting my that's, cardio yeah, exactly that, I got my workout for the day that's the running joke uh, um, so so Bohan has a stat line similar he has like twenty seven points and like you know in like thirty three minutes zero rebounds zero assists zero blocks zero turnovers zero steals like those dudes just shoot they're good shooters and and that's what they do so you might not appreciate him as much but he's another efficient shooter that this detroit pistons team will have in a couple weeks and uh dude they've they've given some teams some fight you talk about the heat they lost to the heat by a point they had the warriors like sweating with 30 seconds left they're playing you know they are better than the sum of their parts right listen like look I'll, i'll try to work with you here i will root for this team to stay together I'll try to watch them and I'll and I'll and I'll root for them to stay together. How about that? All right. I and then and then and then when it doesn't happen, I will go. This is what's wrong with the NBA. Okay. Is that fair? No, because no, because no team is going to stay together. Like that. Like you already know that's not going to happen. Bullshit. Teams sometimes teams do stay together. Even even despite all the odds, like the Celtics stayed together. That that group stayed together for a long time. They just got rid of Smart at the right time because he's too old to be effective anymore. Like, okay, I get that. I so with with smart. The Warriors stayed together. Like yeah, it the happens. Have, the Warriors have stayed together. If you're yeah, I guess if you're winning championships, and I guess like you just know like this Detroit Pistons team isn't gonna win championships, right? Like in the, in two to three years, they're not gonna win championships. Like that's not gonna happen with this Detroit. I, I'll tell you that right now. If if that's your expectations, I don't, I don't understand don't, don't what you expect on. me to get out of this. Then 
Are they a piece of, two or three years from now, are they a piece away? No. I'm not telling you that. Why the fuck would I watch them then? This makes no sense to me. I, I guess I uh, You're, I guess I overvalued your spirit for the game. This is no, this is like embracing mediocrity. I don't like it. Some of my favorite Celtics teams were the like, you know, mid 2010s like Isaiah Tom, like Avery Bradley, those those teams. I think a lot of Celtics fans will tell you that the, they that they were better, they were, you know, more than the sum of their parts and they exceeded expectations but you knew they were never going to win a championship but they're still so fun to watch I yeah think, well i think there's value okay but that. that team won and made the playoffs this team you said is going to be 13 out of 15 so it's kind of hard to get on board if you look if they're the plucky underdog that like if everything went right they would win a championship all right I'll, next episode i'll give myself some homework i'll give you that plucky underdog <laughs> okay. let, let me let me watch a little bit more basketball this weekend and Dude, i'll give you like that. and wh- then, what and was then like? will you do that will you do that for me what is it like 10 years ago memphis grizzlies like they were physical Grit and grind the, tony the, allen you know yeah that's obvious zach randolph i know i know what you, you know like. damn well that's what i was gonna that's what i'm into so and that's why they're not gonna win but that's what this team is but anyway uh <laughs> bogdanovich is dude they are the same person. It's crazy. So, like, let me read you their stats really quick. Hang on. I got to see a side-by-side of, like, pictures. Hang yeah, I, I did that. They don't look that similar. Um, their their shot is pretty similar. They both kind of lean in on the three. Well, they're Eastern European, so it kind of makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah, for sure. So, while you're while you're uh, getting a look-see at both of them, I'll, I'll oh, tell yeah, you they, this. Yeah, they don't look anything alike. That's true. Bohan, Bohan 15.6 points per game. Bogdan, 14.2. Rebounds per game, 3.6 to 3.4. Bogdan's a little bit better of a pass with 3.3 assists compared to 1.7. And then, like, they don't do anything defensively. 0.1 and 0.2 blocks per game and 0.6 and 1 steal per game. That doesn't mean they don't do anything defensively, Mike. It just means they don't block shots. Or steal the ball. Yeah, which but is that doesn't mean you can't have solid fundamentals and defend properly. But, but I, I'm telling, I watch them. They don't. They, but they probably they don't. don't. Right? Okay. They, they get isolated. To Are you working on a conspiracy theory that they're brothers from another mother? Because they're three years apart in age, and Serbia and Croatia geography knowledge, they are neighbors. Big geography guy we got over here. And actually, um, no, I'm not. Hang on, hang on. Oh, let's work. Her. And then the war in Bosnia. Was like 1991, 92. There's a there's a timeline here, okay? When it was Yugoslavia, I believe Serbia and Croatia were both part of Yugoslavia, and then they broke that shit all up. I'm trying to find this. I don't think I will. Serbia has the potential to have like um, six or no, I think it's four different versions of like the name Nikolai Jokic, like on their <laughs> on their. Uh, countries like basketball team at the next if they make the Olympics or <laughs> like it's like Nikola Jokic Nikola Jokic like Nik- yeah I, I gotta find so it, it's dude. basically it's like, like being named John Smith and yeah exactly okay. exactly it's pretty funny I see but how much is Bogdanovich <laughs> is that a I don't think so it's a- just I think it's just the two I don't know maybe it is very well could be but just got me got me thinking but um okay I will do some homework I think I think the team that we're talking about is is the Oklahoma City Thunder, but let me just uh, dive in a little deeper and make sure. Um, I didn't even mention Cade Cunningham, who is Detroit's best player and is actually you know there's another a bona fide star. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know who Cade Cunningham is, but um, 
okay, maybe I could get on board with the Oklahoma City thing. I think thing. you could because Lou Dort is your type of guy, and then Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander is a baller. Well, you're you're leaving out like what a what a spiteful asshole I am. Like it would just be. Yes, would, there's it, that narrative. Oklahoma too. Oklahoma City could just shake their ass at Durant and Harden and Westbrook. I mean, because they didn't win a damn thing. Yeah, you would love Lou Dort. You would love Lou Dort. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, let me let me. Let me get from the non, um, yeah, for the non-asshole reasons, just the reasons to like Oklahoma City. Okay. I'll, I'll get, that's my homework, okay? You're going to watch a game this weekend. I'm going to pick a new team for you. Well, we're going to find one. <laughs> okay. And that was it basketball talk on Salad Sports. So it can't be the Heat? No, it can't be the Heat. Why? Is that like... Being, that's it can be the heat if you want it to be. I just wanted you to discover. Like new, like, I want you to discover a new team. I, I feel like is that like being like a you know? Like, can you have a? Second oh yeah, team? I'm a Guns. I'm a Guns and Roses fan. I have their greatest hits album. Like like no, you have to listen to the deeper tracks, man. Is I would just what? like you to appreciate something other than the heat. I know you appreciate the heat, which is cool. I'm not telling you to not appreciate the heat. I would just like. But you're saying it's not cool. No, you're no, saying you're saying you're not cool unless you have unless you have like an obscure one. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just you're trying like to... Br- a, you're like a music snob. No, that's what it no, is. Like, I'm not, need- not like, oh, this has a hint of vanilla, you know, like tasting wines and stuff. <laughs> uh, I just want you to broaden your horizons. Football isn't going to be here forever, brother. I'm sorry to tell you. And no, I know, we're going to like- be talking about the draft in February, whether you like it or not. I don't we can, really- we can, but we're going to be talking a lot about basketball, too. And I'm going to <laughs> I'm, I'm try and learn some hockey along the way. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I, why can't I just like the heat? <laughs> you can, but we need we need to broaden your horizons a little bit. That's all. I'm just not ready for this. <laughs> We're gonna have to have this conversation again on Monday. I think. <laughs> oh man! All right. I I do I do want to dig deeper someday on this Bogdanovich brothers, you know, not brothers thing. I'm though. down. All right. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to. Something that nobody cares about. Cowboys are playing the Giants because the Giants are just a disaster. Um, this is a hell of a stat. So Tommy DeVito was the 10th rookie quarterback to get a start this year. That's an NFL record. That's crazy. And you know that number is going to go up because there's got to be at least like two more teams that are probably, you know, teams that are out of the playoff race. Like, hey, let's get a look at our rookie. I'm trying to think like. I mean, we'd have to look at the depth chart for who didn't already, right? But like. There's got to so, be. So, like, the Saints had that that QB that did the photo shoot, and then he got a four-game suspension for PED use, which is right, <laughs> kind yeah, of funny. Yeah, yeah. But they're not. They're kind of, like, teetering on playoff relevancy, so they're probably not going to be. Everybody in the South. Uh, well, everybody but the Panthers will be relevant until the end of the year, yeah, probably. I mean, um, the Cardinals already went through that. Now they got Kyler. Um, so they're, they're good. <laughs> I mean, do the Seahawks have a – I, they're probably going to be, you know, no, I think on. no, I think they'll be a playoff team. Do um, the Lions have one if like they keep on winning and they just don't need to play week 18? I don't know if they have a rookie that's, quarterback. That's a good question. Um I don't know, hang on. <laughs> maybe we get uh Malik Cunningham a start if things keep on going, Oof. you know, south for the Pats. That that's a possibility at the at the Dude, very least. you know, after this week, I think I have to call you out on your like, oh, I think the Patriots are going to be okay this year take. Well, like, <laughs> dude, it's just like we've talked about. I it, told like, you they were the worst team in the AFC East by far, dude, and you if, and you pushed back so hard on it, dude. If 
like injuries happen for every team, right? But like all of their good players have been hurt. Like mm. Matthew Judon is the soul of that defense. Like if they have Matthew Judon, they're not what what are they, two and seven? Are they three and six? Probably, but maybe four and five, you know? Like they're no. better than the Jets with Matthew Judon. Well, well, I mean, okay. I mean, they be, no, no, no. Yes, no. Your de- your defense is nowhere near as good. No, like the Jets only. The Jets are a quarterback away. The Patriots are like thirteen roster spots away. Are you get? Come on, man. No way. I'm I'm dying on that hill. I don't. Think- That's crazy, dude. You would, if the Jets if the Jets had done the right thing and gone and gotten Josh Dobbs. I was wrong about Zach Wilson. I like I was like, you know, like give him a few more weeks. I said that. I guess it's but, just, I, with Zach Wilson at quarterback. That's the caveat, right? Like like But if you're a quarter I, I know, but if you're a quarterback away and you start fi- you yes, start it, figuring yes, out Yes, I ways. agree with you. Josh Dobbs in that system, Jets are better. <laughs> That's how I, I I'm just a re- I hate and I think Zach Wilson is terrible at football that's all it is i think that's you know, that that is true um i don't know i was trying to think like who else might start a is rookie. the jets roster better yes yes it is i just think that's how bad zach wilson is jesus we did say it at the time it was like should the jets should the jets be in on josh Dobbs? we said it um, i'm curious to see if um like once he picks up the offense like more <laughs> or at all <laughs> you know o'connell's not in his literally in his ear telling him you know which i mean like props to dobbs for you know taking all that information in and being able to actually relay it onto the field and and perform and then obviously used his legs when he had to but um does he like regress a little bit like is he relying on that playmaking ability and will that hurt him when he's when he knows the plays and he's not able to do that <laughs> it's kinda? a no it's kind of a fair question right like it's like are there guys that actually need to be? I don't know. Is that like it's kind of like Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. Like, I, we, like, and that's like were, what you want for a backup quarterback, kind of. Like, that's what you totally, like. totally. And there was exactly and like, and I always said like, like Tyrod Taylor, right? I think he's another one of those yeah. where like if he has room to improvise, but once you game plan everything, like Gardner Minshew, yeah, Minshew is probably a good example too, right? And I always so like Fitzpatrick was always one that I always chalked it up to like I thought it was a mental thing where he would and I guess it, either way we're saying it's a mental thing but I always chalked it up to like oh if it's just fun and loose and maybe there is an element of that with all these guys right but if who, it's just fun and loose that? like who said you, that and we we uh, the media just was it Justin Fields I think it was Justin Fields early in the year uh, yeah it was like a couple weeks in. Uh, somebody asked him something. He's like, "Yeah, like I just got to get back to playing." Like, oh like, yeah, like not thinking so much. Essentially, yeah. well, he, yeah, and he threw the coaching staff yeah. under the bus when right. he said it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I think there's some validity to that. I know, and I yeah, and I'm, and I'm not, it's interesting to see what what's going to happen when Fields comes back too. But that's a that's a good quarterback question, right? It's like I don't know. Like, it's are some guys? This kind of comes back to my philosophy with the draft too. Being number one overall, but I think this is why a lot of guys. Because they built everything around that guy, whereas like Russell Wilson gets drafted in the third round, no expectations, 
and then you know you give him a strong running game and everything like that. I hear you. you know, it's like I'm when you when you draft a guy first overall, like, oh, we don't have to give you a strong running game. Yes, you do because like no like nobody is Patrick Mahomes and and, and honestly, also like and quite frankly, Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes lately. So hey, man, he had the he's flu. Doing, okay, uh, pumpkin. Yeah, but also it's just like to your point, it's just like well, you guys sucked last year. Like yes, I'm a talented quarterback, but. I can't do it all on my own. Like you guys have sucked for years and you're picking yeah. first or second or third overall, like continuously, like, like one man isn't going to fix that. You're I right. Mean, right. And I don't even know, like, I mean, where, where's, then, where's Caleb Williams draft stock now? And but, it's also, that's, that's just talent. Then you're talking about culture, which has, you know, you, every coach talks about it. Culture is a huge part. Like you have to have talent. Yes. But you have to have the right culture in place. You know, look at the Raiders. The Raiders aren't a talented football team. But they hated their head coach, and they got it. They just got a new guy in. It was the new guy syndrome, and they played hard and they won. Right? right. Like it's just like there is something to be said there. And <laughs> you're going into a losing environment. You're a talented quarterback, and then you're in a losing culture. And then it's just like, fix us. It's just like <laughs> that's not how it works. We give me somebody. You know? Yeah. I and and expecting a 22, 23 right. year old kid to come in and just like transform your franchise. Right. Yeah, it's it's Joe it's, Burrow. Is not is, not a lot of others. Yeah, no, like Joe Joe Burrow. It's really like what? It's it's Peyton Manning, and Joe, he sucked for the Joe, first year. Right? His Joe, rookie year, he sucked. But I mean, it's obviously the long haul. But uh, yeah, but uh, and and I think that he gave everybody enough to see like, okay, yeah, the arrow's pointing up, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, same thing for Burrow, right? Burrow, like, well, he got like, hurt, right? Like, yeah. Um, was it his first I thought year it was. His I thought year? it was. His, it might have been his second. I don't know. No, I think it was like towards the end of his rookie. Year, okay. Okay. I think is what happened. Because yeah, it was his second year. Was the Super Bowl year? Wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was towards the end of his rookie year, and I think he didn't even start early. I think Andy Dalton started that season. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I think Andy Dalton got hurt, and then, and then yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But then Joe Burrow got hurt against the uh, still the Redskins at the time. I think I don't. I don't remember. But um, yeah. And then I still say, yep, Bengals should have taken Panay Sewell. But, hey, it, it, no no disrespect to Jamar Chase. No disrespect. I'm just saying I think the Bengals are Super Bowl champs if they draft Panay Sewell. That's all I'm saying. And if they had the mentality, like, oh, yeah, we care about the offensive line. <laughs> but they didn't. That would have helped, for sure. Um, no, nah, I might be – you know, I, I'm on the fence about that, honestly, because, like, obviously the Burrow-Chase connection is important. I, I don't believe in taking receivers high, generally speaking. Whoever takes Marvin Harrison this year, it's going to be a mistake. Unless, unless for some reason he drops out of the top ten. But I don't think it'll be a mistake. Okay, top top five. Like I'm just saying, he shouldn't be a top five pick. Mo- he is not Calvin Johnson. He is very good. He's not Calvin Johnson. Like he's making. You need to be Calvin Johnson to be a top that's five. Not pick. very good. Look very good. Well, not very good. I, guess. I think you're too low on McCord. I don't know, man. I I probably am. All right. Um. What the hell were we talking about? We that, that I mean that was a hell of a rabbit hole. I think Giants? it was a good I mean How I think it was a good one. There? I think it was a good one. I mean um no so the reason I brought up the Cowboys and Giants cuz and cuz the Eagles are on a bye, but we got to talk about that Eagles and Cowboys game. I I can't put I've been saying this for a few weeks now. I can't put my finger on it. It's just I don't have a f- good feeling about this Eagles team. I I just something is going to go wrong. Like Again, I mean, we talked. I guess, I guess, I can kind of put my finger on it. It's like you can't keep winning. You can't keep living on the edge like this all year. 
It's like you like maybe like the right timing to be living on to be living on the edge is like maybe towards the end of the regular season, and you have to win a couple of cl- close games. You're battle tested, everything like that. You can't maintain being battle tested for 17 fucking games. You know, and yeah, I, I would I would rather be battle tested right now. I'd rather win a couple close games, lose one, and then and then I think well, I mean, and the that, that seems to be the the trend towards uh, success. I mean, I, I just yeah. So like, what are the Eagles going to get hot at the right? Like the Eagles aren't going to get hot at the right time. Their schedule coming up is pretty brutal. Here, let me look it up. It actually. Um, but I mean, but it starts with the Chiefs, so it's interesting. So they give the they give the Chiefs. Uh, see, and I, the Eagles that's where I, that's the, where I disagree with you because like a loss to the another loss to the Chiefs writes everyone like the Eagles are written off. I think by most it, maybe but so, uh, no. So no. The, with again, the way man, the NFC is going, I guess since San Fran's been losing, that's probably not the case. But um, okay, I just I think the expectations are tampered significantly with a loss to the Chiefs again. I think everyone, you know, people were kind of low on the Chiefs to begin the year. And now, uh, you know, with the, with the win over the Dolphins and, you know, they're playing they're playing well. Their defense is playing well, right? Um, I think they're kind of everyone's darling team again. And I think if they beat the Eagles, that'll be the narrative again. And I think that could be the the turning point for this Eagles team to kind of, like like I said, win, win some uh, shaky games there, lose, and then kind of figure it out i mean i think at the end of the day man it all comes down to who can stay healthy and if yeah no 100 percent. and i mean hurts is his like do we know what the knee issue is uh i think i don't know and i think you know they're probably staying fair you know it's probably a, a strain of some kind i don't think it's going to be healed after one week you know uh, so yeah they so eagles and chiefs you know a week from now we'll, we'll get into this more later but yeah the eagles schedule it's just again, like again, we should really just discuss the Cowboys game. The Eagles should have lost that game the way they the way they played down the stretch, and then Dak Prescott just out meltdown them. He just, you know, like taking a sack in that situation. I'm telling you, dude, is brutal. Kirk like, Cousins, like primetime <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I mean, geez, man, I don't know. Like it, that that was bad towards the end of that game. Dak taking that sack. That was that was terrible. That is not that's not forty million dollar a year quarterback stuff. And and again, I, I I've I've always liked Dak. Maybe it's the underdog thing being a four, what, third third or fourth round pick. Fourth round, fourth, I think. Yeah. Um. You know, I've always liked that. Plus, he got Tony Romo out of the league. Tony Romo's a fucking idiot. So, like, but I I don't know, man. The way the Eagles, if they keep this up. I just don't I, – I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they lose – they're going to lose one of these games. It's Chiefs at Bills at 49ers. I mean, that's a big one right there, 49ers. There's, you know, Debo will be back. It looks like Trent will be back. And then maybe the 49ers right back to, you know, what we thought they were, right? Yeah, I mean, like like the Bengals, I am not I'm, I'm not, not concerned no, 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 about no the way. Niners. I'm not out on the 49ers. Like, I mean, Trent <laughs> – if Trent Williams had to be back, if this was week 18 and they're fighting for a play. Yeah, yeah he's and, so, and, and Debo probably would be too. It was probably, you know, like a, you know, unfortunately, like, in the, you know, you, you would keep extending the NFL season. You're going to get this. You're probably going to get load management, you know, like, but NFL players are never going to call it that. And nobody's going to call them on it. I'm not going to call them on it myself. You know, 
Very rarely would I, anyway. Because <laughs> like, dude, football is a brutal sport. Fuck basketball. Taking days off. Fuck you. But football, like, all right, you take a week off to stay fresh towards the end of the season. I sort of get that. Um, but yeah, it's a sorry. So the the five, next five games after this Eagles bye week, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, who again and and they're at Dallas this time. And then at Seattle, which is not an easy place to play. Seahawks are, they're up and down, you know, obviously rough week this week. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles are a more talented team, obviously, than the the Seahawks. Could I see them losing in Seattle? Yeah, it's possible. But uh, come, you know. Uh, DK Metcalf, a couple of jump balls against that secondary that's not playing well right now. And, you know. Man, when every when just everybody was injured, <laughs> the whole secondary was injured on that last drive too. But again, I don't know, man. It comes down to everybody staying healthy. I think is is a big part of it. That old line staying healthy, which it, you know always seems to get dinged up between you know Lane Johnson and and that all that old line hasn't stayed together either. Like they have injuries at right guard. You know they kind of have a role. Dickerson's been kind of hurt throughout his career right yeah, yeah right guard left guard you know like and and forget it if jason kelsey goes down so yeah like i i've i've a lot of i put a lot of stock in what jason kelsey means to that offense and everybody should and i know a lot of people don't but yeah um center's got some love i i, I was listening to uh kevin o'connell talk about josh dobbs entering the game and he uh he shouted out his center which i thought was interesting and then it made me think and i was like yeah like this guy is, has never snapped the ball to josh dobbs before like we saw the cadence right on the sideline like them practicing the cadence because he he didn't get any reps in practice he was only there th- four days so they're like okay this is how he sounds this is you know his mannerisms and stuff and <laughs> you know the I'm, I'm blanking on the on the vikings center's name but uh Wait, is it is it a rookie or is it or is it? Hang on, I think it's number seventy four. I don't know why I can I can remember that, but um, but he's like, yeah, he was our rock like on the offensive line. I I credit him for kind of keeping his cool and you know being able to to just <laughs> roll with the punches essentially. Uh, Bradbury. Bradbury. Yep. It it is wild because they were they were getting a rookie quarterback ready right. to take the start. And so they they so they gave him all the reps. Yeah, they couldn't give anything to Dobbs, <laughs> and then and Dobbs is also trying to learn the playbook. I mean, obviously yeah. he's a smart guy, but uh, the 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 whole thing's wild. And I you know I am interested to see what you're talking about. But man, I I just loved like what Dobbs said in the interview. Uh, he was you know I think it was just like a post practice interview this this week or something. And he was he was just like yeah, but you know it's just a he was basically talking about it's just a results based league and it like. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like people, people want to see you succeed, but you have to do it. You have to do it, you know. And and I can't remember exactly what the quote was, but it's just like, I like that. just li- just listening to Dobbs talk. It's just like, like, dude, how do you not root for this guy? You know, he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. He, you know, like, but like you hope you can. He can have some sort of Cinderella story at some point and take a team to the conference championship or something like that. I don't think his ceiling is any higher than that. Like. But. uh that's kind of like Blake Bortles, right? Like, like that would be. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't want his uh, his fall to be that meteoric, but yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The pastronaut, you in or out on that? I don't like it. The, the what now? The pastronaut, NASA, because he like he, st- I don't know if he studied like 
took NASA classes, but um, like he's very smart. I know that. But oh, oh, Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, Dobbs. Dobbs, not not Blake Bortles. Oh, so I'm an in out or in or out on the nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The past. I don't like it. Yeah, it's cheesy. He looks cool in a astronaut's uniform. I don't know if that's yeah. He did. He, yeah, he's like aeronautical engineer. Yes, right. Yeah, that's that's what like what is. he. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did know that. All right, cool, cool, cool. <sighs> Another rabbit hole. It's like, it's weird. <laughs> I think they're good though. You know, like guess guess we'll find out in editing, right? Um, not that we not that we do that. Not that we edit either. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, who are the Dolphins? So we were talking about the Chiefs, right? And, you know, they just got the win. I mean, honestly, good chance the Dolphins could have tied that game. It's funny. The Dolphins the Dolphins actually remind me of the Chiefs of a few years ago where the Dolphins would just, like, just sleepwalk through the first half. I can see and that. Then, I like then, that comparison, yeah. And then put up three touchdowns, which obviously there's a there's – a, a common bond in Tyree Kill, right? Who gives you that quick strike capability? But yeah, I mean, like, how many games can you remember where the Chiefs were down, like, you know, 10, 17, 21, and then they just roar back and put up 21 in like three minutes? <laughs> like, Dude, I saw uh, from that game, from the Chiefs Dolphins game, did you see the stat where uh, it was like Mahomes passing touchdowns of 40 plus yards and three years with Tyree Kill was 44, I believe, since? Been two, like how crazy is that? Because you think of Mahomes throwing the deep, like he does. You know, he improvises with Kelsey, and you know he does hit short routes. He's not just like. But you think when I think of Mahomes, I think of him. You know, slinging it down the field and you know long completions. Yeah, but really not since what well, got what that Bucks Super Bowl when did, or. Yeah, I guess it's more improvised in the last few years, like broken down plays, Kelsey finding a spot. Yeah. Where after four seconds of Mahomes r- running for his life and and checking it downfield, so yeah, I guess it really hasn't been. But I I just like my memory is of him, you know, standing in the pocket and just flinging it down the field forty yards. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man, and and I I think that really is like Mahomes' greatest ability. Obviously, he has a absolute cannon, right? But right now, it doesn't seem like. And he also doesn't like if you if they gave him the protection, you know, on the edges. I I think I still think the protection on the edges is the problem, you know, from Holmes getting the ball deep because they have speed. Yeah, they do. They have, they have plenty yeah, of speed. Hardman and so, Tony and uh, yeah, between Hardman, Tony, um, Sky Moore. Speed. I don't think it's Valdez Scantlin. Valdez Scantlin's a speed guy. Yeah. Yeah, and tall. He yeah. is tall. I guess that's probably why I don't think of him as fast because he's tall. But I mean, but yeah, deep threat, jump ball. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's not Tyree Kill fast, but he's no. fast. Well, who is? Um, so yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't know. But like, my point was like, you know, there's a lot of narrative out there. Like, oh, the Dolphins only beat the teams they're supposed to be. It's like, well, it's been nine games. I mean, like, do we really think that this is? gonna continue the entire season sorry joel Embiid is asking for a review on a three-pointer when they they're up eight and the game's over and he's he's asking for a review. <laughs> i'm confused as to oh what's and going he's on. and he's visibly angry and they're reviewing it i hate you joel Embiid. did he get it off i think he did yeah this is really important okay <laughs> he's he's laughing now but like he like he looked like he he looked upset at first and he is a giant tool, literally giant tool. He, uh, 
you probably didn't see. He hit a step back against the Celtics the other night, and they just uh, for like the game-winning shot essentially to seal the game. And then he just started talking shit to Sam Cassell on the side, the Celtics assistant coach who was in the with Philly for a while. It was pretty funny. I liked it. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I meant I meant before we uh, went off the NBA. What, what happened to the Celtics, dude? Dude, they're fine. They didn't play like. I know you're not going to appreciate this take at all, but it's an 82 game season, and they just like they weren't locked in against Philly. Like that's that's all it was. They were locked in the last few minutes, and they <coughs> they. Uh, they were down 14, I believe, and they got it down to a one-possession game. Like, they're more talented than the Sixers. Uh, you're not going to go 82-0. and um, What, did they start 5-0? and Yeah, they've lost two okay, in a row. Okay, but why did they lose to the Timberwolves? Anthony Edwards, actually, he outplayed Jason Tatum. Uh, and Jason Tatum didn't play bad. Um, again, I, I just don't think it was their best night. But, I mean, 101-86 uh, against uh, Brooklyn right now. I mean, they, they, they're back to winning. I mean, yeah. they're fine okay, okay. with this ugly and court. Why can't I see the parquet in Boston? I hate this. I hate this court. That, that, this is my Dude, biggest grudge. Dude, I hate all of these courts. This is my biggest grudge. Why do you get rid of the parquet floor? At the TD Garden. Dude, you're too young. I think you're too young to remember, like, regular TVs, like no. big box TVs. But when, like, no, the no, con- I, when the contrast would be fucked up and the colors were all wrong. And, uh, like, I, that, that's what this looks like. It, not the Celtics one. And so the much, Celtics one actually. the Pistons is, one does. The, the Celtics one was a, is actually pretty clean. It's, it's one of the better alternate courts. Uh, I like the, the stanchion color, too, like the gold stanchion. Dude, okay, but, what, dude, what, what do we get out of alternate courts? Uh, yeah, I don't like, know. Like what? How are you going to market that? I understand. I, even though I, I'm not a huge fan of the alternate uniforms, we don't need to do a fucking different jersey every week, okay? But I get why they do it. How are you going to market different courts? Yeah. I how you gonna How you gonna monetize that? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, did, is this performance shutting you up on what's wrong with the Celtics or up 16 against a you know a feisty Nets team? Um, I don't know. What I really want to talk about is James Harden's not on the Sixers anymore, and they're seven and one. And uh, yeah, Tyrese Maxey. I, I mean, like that's not an underdog team, right? But because obviously they have the no, not the at all. MVP but you know, like, the, but, but Tyrese Maxey's very good. And I and, think I, I. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So, but basically, this is what, what did the Seventy Sixers do in the off season other than other than you know fucking play with themselves about James Harden. Um. Yeah, I mean, they kept Tobias Harris. I mean, additions though. Um, Were there any additions whatsoever, no, other than no, other than no, like the big, ninth guy on the bench? No, no big additions. I mean, they give him. So they got rid of James it's... Harden. Is it? Am I? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to shake my ass at James Harden yet? Because they're seven and one, and the Clippers are three and four. I think it's too early. I mean, James Harden's been on the Clippers for two games, and. Um, Okay, so he might he might get the Clippers to you know no, forty eight wins. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not even saying that. I th- so what I think I think your take it's could, too it's too early to make fun of him yet though is what you're it, saying. It is, and I think I I've seen this before. I don't think this you know is sustainable. But James Harden gets happy when he gets his move right, and it usually does last for about a season. So maybe it is sustainable for a season. But I, I don't know what he did Wednesday night against the Nets. Um, Monday night against the Knicks, yes, they lost, right? Ninety, I think they lost by like fourteen. He only took nine shots, though. If he's taking like twelve shots, that is like he was efficient. He was six to nine, I think. Um, so what? He doesn't make any winning plays any other place on the court. He's a very good distributor of the basketball. He really is. 
Yeah, I, I know, yeah. I only like no, him. no, no, no. Only because he's shooting. It's only because of the threat of his shot that he becomes an effective distributor. So, but that, if he only shoots, if, if they know he's only going to shoot eight to ten times a game and not the normal thirty, he's not going to be the distributor that you're that you're touting him as. No, I mean he did it in was it Philly when he led the league in assists, or was it Brooklyn? I can't forget because he, he moves all over, but he wasn't shooting like a crazy amount. I think it, it must have been Brooklyn because it was KD and and everything like that. I yeah, think, but it wasn't nine shots either. No, I'm saying like the twelve. Maybe 15, like once you get above like 18, I don't think there's enough volume there between Kawhi, Paul, and then Russell Westbrook, who's just <laughs> runs around like his hair's on fire. Again, though, just why have him Why have him on the court? If he's not there to score, then why is he there? Because he's a good distributor of the basketball. And well. he's in a fucking defensive liability. Yeah, but when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you can have a defensive li- liability at the same time. Those are two of the better defender, like wing defenders in the league, especially Kawhi. I don't know. It's gross. Whatever. I hope the Clippers. Miss I, the I don't think the Clippers. I don't think the Clippers are going to do anything. I'm just saying, like, if this continues, they they could. But Paul George and it's a mute point because Paul George and Kawhi aren't going to stay healthy. We've seen that before. Russell Westbrook is probably going to get unhappy with his role and decide to take 30 shots a game and that's not going to go well uh so like there's just too many avenues for for it to go wrong but there is like this one little like that like you can barely see it down the alleyway right like it's it's kind of this dark creepy creature and like it has potential but it's it's not going to happen i don't know man i still I still miss that Brooklyn team from a couple of years ago just because they were so easy to root against. There's like, like I don't hate Paul George. I don't hate Kawhi. So, like, I don't want to, like, wish ill on them. But, like, dude, like, I wish ill on the Clippers front office right now. Like, you trade for James Harden, you get what you deserve. Yeah, I feel bad for Ty Lue. That's, that's really – I think I said that before. But Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah, because he just he's, he, he keeps ending up in shitty situations. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what were we talking about? Football, right? <laughs> Something like that. I'm like, how did that was my fault? I actually you I talked actually, basketball. Yeah, I started it. What anyway? Um, so Brown. So I want to talk about the Browns Ravens game coming up. I just, you know, honestly, like this is the kind of game, like the D line of the Browns. Obviously, you know, especially speaking of Miles Garrett, but that defense in general, um might be the team that can like really shut down Lamar using his legs and his mobility right now. The Ravens are doing a good job. Not, not asking too much of him, which is again, why I put him in that like third tier that we talk about, right. Of quarterbacks. And I think that's why it's going well, because he's not like, he didn't even throw for 200 yards again last week. So I just, uh, I don't know, man, once you get to, once you get to the playoffs, if you're not, these days, if you're not a 300-yard passer, you're probably not winning, you know, and, you know. Like I don't it, know. They they got the defense. They, I mean, Lamar is, again, he's efficient. He's not really turning the ball over. I think these are all things that. It is a big time. To do that to the Seahawks, which I think is a solid, it's a playoff NFC team, you know, to do that to the Seahawks, 37-3. to three. I think you're, I think uh, you're, I, th- I really do believe you're underselling the uh, the Ravens a little bit. Uh, I know maybe I'm just high because I picked them to win the Super Bowl, you know, preseason. But I, I just see it. I, I see the path. Um, am I guaranteeing it? No, by no means. But I, I can see the avenue 
to a championship, and they're they're continuing to play great defense. Lamar is controlling. He's not really turning the ball over too, too much, and he's he's being effective. Um, sometimes he's running it. How much... How much did he rush for last week? I'm I'm looking because up it was an NFC it was an NFC team. So the trend is Lamar um, rushes a lot against NFC teams because they don't see him a lot, and so they uh, kind of like like when you don't play Tyree Kill a lot, they kind of uh, underestimate your speed a little bit. Um, yeah, ten ten for sixty last 60, week. Sixty, so yeah, effective. Um. And sorry, yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell went off though. He, uh, the rookie, I think. I think he was undrafted. I think he went for over a hundred on like nine carries. Yeah, I mean, he has been efficient too, though. You know, it's like I, he he's the. Uh, I think he leads the league in completion percentage. He might. It's uh, you know twenty one to twenty six. It's just it's I don't know. It's just hard for me to see it. Like again, like every his MVP year. You know, he got he got hurt in the playoffs, and and you know, like the Bills were going to win that game anyway, and. I, and I think it's just like the narrative that they're running him less. Yes, he ran for ten for sixty, but like in years past, that's every that's every game, right? He's he's carrying it twelve, thirteen times. He's not doing that every week this this year. Um, it mm. does it does hurt that <laughs> you know they've had running back injuries again. It seems like every single year they have running back injuries, and they they're yeah, which is bizarre because like they their narrative. They have, they have less of a workload than right, most running backs. Right, right, yeah. and their the narrative, you know, for a few years now has been like, okay, let's let's have Lamar run a little bit less, and then okay, that's great and dandy until our running backs get hurt, and then we don't have a running game. It's just like, oh well, let's utilize Lamar, and then okay, great, we're winning. And so I see what you're saying. I think they're balancing it a little bit better. Um, hopefully, it stays that way. I mean, there's still a lot of football to be played. We're only just entering week ten, so there's still a lot of you know they, a lot of time left, a lot of bruises to be had. Well, there's another. Here's the other thing, right? They if if they win this Browns game, they have a very favorable schedule down the road. I would say, um, Bengals at Chargers versus Rams at Jaguars. Uh, you know, I mean, those are I mean, those are very good football teams as of now. I don't, I don't think the Jags aren't we'll Chargers. Get into that. No. The I I they should pound the Chargers. Bengals though, I mean like no no I'm saying that Bengals is like Bengals the, Jaguars. The only, I mean eh. I mean I, I don't I don't really call the Jaguars. Do we really believe in them? I know the record. I don't think good, we believe in them. But you were talking about the Eagles going to the Seahawks. I think I, I might have over. I, I believe in them as much as you believe in the Seahawks. I guess like I if might, you're calling that a if you're calling that a difficult game, you have to call the Jaguars a difficult game. I think I might have I might have uh, I I don't call it a difficult game. I call thirty-seven to three over them an impressive win. That's all. Like, no, you, you said, like, when we're talking about the Eagles earlier, like, oh, you know, like, tough stretch going down, and then you mentioned a few games, and then I think you ended with at Seahawks, you know, tough tough environment to play in. And if you're calling that, a, you know, a tough game, you have to call the Jaguars a, a tough game. That's all I'm saying. I don't have to do anything. You can't make well, me. Um, well, then you're wrong, sir. <laughs> anyway, I'm very interested, actually, down the road. I think this one will tell us a lot. This is quite a ways away. But week fifteen at Forty Niners for yeah, the for the Rams. that'll be a great game. I do want to, or I don't know if it'll be a great. I hope it's a great game. Um, I could see the Niners kind of smacking it, them. I liked it better when it was the Harbaugh Bowl, but yeah. lights out, lights out at the Har- Harbaugh Bowl. People yeah. forget that. Oh the oh the Super Bowl yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I do remember that. See, you did forget it. Funny story. 
So this is when my marriage was not nearly as healthy. <laughs> and uh, so any good story starts good, like that. Good caveat. Um, so we had some friends or over. Disclaimer. And uh, this, do you remember the show, uh, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. 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 So like, so there was like the slap bet. That was like a, a big thing. Charlie on that. Sheen, right? Uh, Isn't that? Or no, no. <laughs> he was in a sitcom though, wasn't he? He was. Uh, he was in a way shittier one. Honestly, How I Met Your Mother was funny for a little while. And then the last season was dog shit. Gotcha. And it ruined everything. Um, also, they were kind of ripping off Friends, which I didn't really realize until I watched Friends with Casey years later. But anyway, um, so there was in that show, there was a thing with a slap bet, though. And you're probably thinking of uh, Neil Patrick Harris, not Charlie Sheen. Now that I just realized it. That's probably, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Super Bowl, right? I said... Who had the ball? So who had the ball when the power went out and it was going to be a fourth and long or something like that? I think oh, oh, it was during the course of play. I thought it was at halftime. No, no, uh, no, no. It happened. It, it. I think it set up like a third and long or a fourth and long. And I think the 49ers had the ball. And I said, watch the 49 because of this, the 49ers are going to go down and score. And then there was a long break. And then they're able to drop a trick play. As a, well, I just said, I was like, or, yeah, or so scheme something. At least. So I think it was going to be third and long. Yeah. We can look it up later. And so anyway, so I was like, the 49ers are going to go down and score because of this, because of the, the long break, you know? And uh, so Casey and I, we, we did a, a slap bet. I wasn't going to slap my wife, but I don't, I don't remember what I got if I won, because I wasn't going to slap her. I know that, but she got to slap me. Um, as hard as she wanted and she hit me square in the fucking ear and then like nice. literally like right after like like all of her friends like oh my god is she really gonna do it and then like and then when she did it and i was like holy shit my fucking ear hurts <laughs> and then one of our friends wow you guys really are the worst couple ever <laughs> and you know to be fair you know for another year or two we we weren't a great couple and um that makes us that makes our love that much more special. Yeah, you're you're like the uh, you're you're like the Eagles, right? You were you're teetering there for a little bit, and then you know <laughs> she slapped you, and then it, it got it got better after that. You, yeah, I mean, you trended upwards. Uh, I mean, you know, the migraines ever since, you know, it's worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, just kidding. I think I had plenty of head trauma before that. Um, all right. <sighs> I'm probably being too hard on the Ravens, man, but you know, like I just, I've learned my lesson about like coming off of takes. I, I think I can, I, sh- I can respect I th- the, the hesitancy to buy in. I can, I can understand it. Yeah. It's just another weird gut feeling. Just like I have with the Eagles. I, I'm just telling you, I think Lamar's going to let you down. I feel like I'm on a ledge. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I don't believe, I don't think there's a lot of people with me on this bandwagon. But if you end up being right, but oh, like, man. and that's that's not what I'm chasing. I'm just I, I, I just believe in it. That's all. You know, L- let me believe in something, Tori. No, I'm, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, and I mean, how can I not, you know, support you rooting for like a running quarterback? I mean, like, you know, most of this time, you, it's not like they've like gone to like a air raid offense or anything. No, so they like, were they were. I just didn't like that they were like, like, oh, we don't like Greg Roman. It's like, dude, it's like Greg Roman was like the perfect coordinator for him, you know, like I thought, you know, but going to a, like a, a more air heavy attack. And, and But and like maybe that's why they got rid of him because he was getting hurt so much. They were, you know, he was relying too much on his legs. You know, you're, you're talking about that and not being healthy for the playoffs. Well, maybe pass it a little bit more and you will be. 
You know, it's a balance. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Well, again, and I and I just still don't know if he's. And also, just come to think of it, I, I'm pretty sure that Lamar got taken out in like the third or fourth quarter too. So it was passing like in that game. It might have been early fourth. So we can't really. I I can't I can't take too much. He was 21 and 26. Yeah. It's just like he's just not. And again, like if it, I I should be rooting for it honestly because like I should be rooting for a guy that isn't a 300 yard a game passer to win a Super Bowl, right? So, I mean, Hertz could be that guy too because he's definitely not. He hasn't really been throwing for 300 a game either. So, um, I should be rooting for that. And um, you know, speaking of like you know respecting the running game, the Bills are back to their bullshit. You know what they you know what they did against the Bengals last week. In a game they lost by six. Guess how many carries their running back? Joe yeah. Mixon? No, 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 no. The Bills. Oh, the Bills. Sorry. Um did uh did Fournette play? I didn't actually I didn't watch this game hand up. But um I'm gonna say you're you're clearly saying that it's your tone is is indicating that it's not a lot. So I'm gonna go sixteen. Oh cut that in half, buddy. Yeah, eight. I, I Eight, I figured I was a little high. Eight carries for the running backs and uh, 39 dropbacks. Fournette looks fucking huge. Did you see that photo of him, like, the first day of practice? Uh, no. And, no, he did not play, um, or he didn't get a carry, at least. Um, yeah, James Cook, six carries, 20. Latarius Murray, two carries for four. Josh Allen, like I said, 39 dropbacks. And so I don't know how many of these are scrambles. I know some of them were from watching the game. Eight carries, 44 yards, touchdown. So they're back to asking Josh Allen to do everything. Great. Like, I mean, and again, this is a take that, like, I feel like is uh, like I've sort of started to oscillate on. There were times where I was like, oh, maybe the Bills are starting to round into form. Too many injuries. Again, I think the window is going to close on them, and they're never gonna they're never gonna do anything with Josh Allen, you know, and, unless they can rebuild with him you know a few years down the road but the window's closing yeah i mean they're not looking great that's that's for certain um and the bengals sure did and so you know you you say we you say that we we shouldn't um you know gloat about it too much but i'm going to like we 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 knew the bengals were okay all along yeah i i really don't think that's uh anything i don't think we're geniuses for that i think people are i I think it's more so people are idiots for Wow, look at me being negative. No, yeah, there you go, buddy. Welcome to the party. Welcome (laughs) to the party. High five. Yes. No, it's it's not. It it really is just people being idiots. Don't give yourself credit. Just no, (laughs) but I just I am surrounded by fucking morons. That's you sound like me. At a boy. At a boy. There we go. It's like no, no, my accomplishments don't mean anything. I'm just you know I'm just an average guy, and everyone else sucks. (laughs) That sounds like Tori. Yeah, it does. Damn. But it really is the truth. Like it, it doesn't take a, it doesn't take Josh Dobbs to, to you know, realize that the Bengals were going to be okay and Joe Burrow was hurt. That's come on now. Have we not seen this movie before? Not with Joe Burrow, just in the history of the sport of football, where a quarterback is hurt and their team starts slow. Yeah, and they're and they're talented and they have a winning pedigree. Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to figure it out. Um. Yeah. Honestly, Bengals, Bengals are my Super Bowl favorite. That's it's that simple. They, yeah, I mean, they're definitely trending in that in that direction. Especially if they, yeah, especially if 
they just hand the ball off to Joe Mixon sometimes in the playoffs. Like, yeah. can can they just not again? Can they just not put absolutely everything on Joe Burrow, please? That's all I'm asking. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Bengals because they're playing the. Uh, I think this is going to be. Well, the- I want to talk about CJ first, actually. Okay. Because so. Are we ready? This to is going to be my favorite game of the week. The this is like the game I'm going to be glued into. Yeah. Um, actually, and and I want I want CJ to be top ten because I said he was top ten, and like I mean, like you know, again, are you getting off that bandwagon after that game? That this is the no, game no, 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 no. Oh. I, I'm saying I think he's gonna. I think the Bengals are gonna make him look bad. I think they're gonna make him look like a rookie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, of course I'm not. <laughs> he was he was phenomenal. I was in that about game. to drug test you. Absolutely not. No, um, he was phenomenal in that game, and I I think that I and I still am on the. I think he's top ten. I think the Bengals are going to make him look bad because again, if you look at the if you look at the pool of 32 quarterbacks right now, again we just talked about 10 rookies, you know, of which he's part, but the pool of quarterback play is actually not that good. I could. Talk about a take that I had completely wrong. It's like, oh, the the league's so quarterback centric, and everything. and it is. The NFL keeps trying to make it that way, and defenses just keep fucking just making the NFL commissioners eat shit, <laughs> and the defenses just keep finding ways. I love it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, but yeah, back to the you know when it comes to C.J. Stroud though, phenomenal last week uh, against Tampa Bay, and, the, and to. To have that that game winning drive at the end with like with what forty second forty four forty six seconds Jesus forty six seconds left on the clock, I mean that was yeah yeah two timeouts but I mean that's just like like seriously is that going to be like is that the start when we look back is that the start of oh we gave him too much time like are like I'm not saying he's going to be Mahomes right like that that's not what I'm saying but there are a few people in the league where you take into account how much time you're giving them before you get the ball back to them. There was one throw. It was mind blowing how open. Um, I think it was, I think it was Dell got open on that play too. On the out of bounds. That was his best throw. That was the best throw probably of the day. It was definitely the best throw of the sequence uh, because they just burned their final time out. They went over the middle. So for, for our listeners that maybe don't know, but like five of five on that drive is only incomplete. He had an incompletion. It was a spike. Mm-hmm. Uses two timeouts early, went over the middle again, spiked it down. And then I think the snap started with 16 seconds left. It ended with 10. I know that. And that was, the, yeah. And the announcer was like, he's got to spike it. He's got to spike it. Well, he didn't spike it. And honestly, the, the Bucks probably thought he was going to spike it. No, he did and spike then, it. Um, Wait. He, sp- he spiked it and then he went. Uh, after the final timeout, and then they drew up that play where he he threw that dart to Tank Dell on the left sideline in between two defenders, mind you. Yeah, I and mean he, he was pretty open, especially for that situation, though. He was, and then he was open again on the uh, on the touchdown. He had the touchdown. Um, See, I thought the touchdown was a more impressive throw. It, he he wasn't he like he <laughs> he was be, the, he threw it over the defender. The defender was you know behind him, but. It was like it was just kind of like a levels concept, right? Like I think somebody kind of got lost um, a little bit, just enough to to free Dell, but free Dell. That's funny. Um, dude, I mean, he throws out with ten seconds left, and there's so there's six when he catches it, right? I mean, you only have maybe three plays right there, so like, I mean, just you can't draw up a better drive. You really can't. Four hundred seventy yards, obviously a rookie record. We've all heard that already, but just insane insane he has one interception this year 
one interception. I think it's 14 touchdown passes, one interception. Yeah, I mean. But I, I, I get what you're saying about the Bengals making them look bad. They definitely have the potential to do that because they have the second most turnovers in the league uh, or second most interceptions, I should say. They have 11 interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. They have the best turnover differential, plus nine. Uh, Texans are actually second, tied for second at plus five because mostly because CJ Stroud's only intercept, uh, thrown one interception. They have the least amount of turnovers at five. Bengals are second least at six. So it's kind of a strength versus strength kind of kind of game. I mean, if he, if he goes toe to toe with Burrow, he, you know, just loses by like three or something like that, doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, I mean that's fantastic. I was like, yeah, and I, it's just like even if he has a bad game, I mean he's a rookie. We're not expecting this every week. No, and, and and that's the thing. He's kind of playing with house money at this it's point. Like right? It's like regression is expected. Yeah. So it, it, you know you're not going to throw for four seventy and five touchdowns every week. That's just not going to happen. You know. But you know, to your point though, but it's but it's it's him against Joe Burrow. I mean, this really could this could be the future, right? Like I I like what the Texans are building, you know. Yeah, and talk about culture, right? To yeah, Ryan, you know? yeah, you know, bringing in Will Anderson, like all that, you know, like um uh but yeah, so then on the other side is Burrow, you know, um only only sacked once last week. He's at he can actually move again. Yeah, he's, he's back. He's, yeah, he, that's he, just he, what it is. He's, Coming off the bye, he's back. Uh, I don't even like pro football doc said like right about now is when he'll be fully healthy. Yeah. So he might he might not even been fully healthy, but he was healthy. He wasn't healthy. He was playing through like he was probably like less than I would say sixty percent yeah. early in the season. Well, the guys are getting over uh, their uh, calf injuries faster these days, right? So maybe uh, yeah, and Achilles too. I mean, did you see Aaron Rodgers throw? Did you <laughs> yeah. see that throw? He threw it sixty yards. Well. We'll see, man. I'm telling you, the Jets Jets got to find a way to hold on for a few more weeks. Dude, I hope they do. I, I, as I much as do I don't, I, as much as I don't like Zach Wilson and I don't trust him, I hope they do. I yeah. would love to see Aaron Rodgers come back. What a story that would be. Absolutely. Um, and then you know, so we already talked a little bit about 49ers and Jags. Um, so you and I, you know, we're 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 both in agreement on this one too. The 49ers are going to be okay. And yeah, uh, it's it's the Bengals. I might. Yeah, exactly. We're we're and uh and I think a lot of people are off the 49ers train too and I'm not I'm and not they're doing idiots. that. Yeah. And they're idiots. That's all it is. So, I mean, Brock Purdy <laughs> had a couple bad weeks, right? That's like you're again, he was so efficient early in the season. Like water is going to find its level. He'll be okay. He's not going to I mean, one of those bad games he was like concussed too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just it's just like come on now. And he didn't have Debo. Yes, he had other weapons didn't have his tackle like they're they're starting to get healthier again Debo's going to be back uh the, the, the what's the talk, talk about getting a, a team that could get hot at the right time right. right and they just added Chase Young who finally gets to play in the play well he's played in the playoffs but you know yeah don't disrespect to, Taylor Heineke almost beat Tom Brady I know in the playoffs I know yeah um so yeah, uh, you know, bringing in Chase Young though, uh, like on a yeah, him and Bosa back together, you know, like hell yeah. It's, oh, I didn't even consider that yeah. that it was Ohio State tandem, yeah. Um, and dude, with all this Michigan shit going on, how have we not had Parker on to just he's uh yes yeah. next Thursday or next Friday, listeners can uh, get get Parker Rush back. He's gonna give us his Michigan preview. It'll be a week ahead. Oh okay, he'll, all he'll, right. He'll be giving that. It'll be in person. You guys are just planning shit without me. Just yeah, didn't, come, you, didn't even think you had to run it by me. Like, nah, this he's, is... he's coming by you know for a few <laughs> days, and I'm just like, oh, you're gonna jump on the pod too. But, oh, know? he's gonna be here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Person. Awesome, awesome, nice. All right, yeah. Well, that that sounds good. 
Um, oh shit, we'll have to get another mic then. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we get we get we got to start going to video. So we get like now we now we'll legit ha- we'll have a round table, you know what I'm well, saying? A round like, table discussion. There yeah. we go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cuz I was wondering when he was just going to come on and teabag Michigan, you know. Oh, like, it's coming. Okay. It's coming. <laughs> uh all right. You know what? That sounds like a good way to move on to the final segment of our show. Um we've already talked about one very important holiday which was today. Don't, don't mind the sirens. Yeah, we don't. We, it's it's not that big a deal. It's all it's histories and holidays, but we don't we we don't need to uh, we don't need to introduce it with a siren though. Oh, I shouldn't make jokes. I don't know. Fire truck just went by. Um, all right, but yeah, every day uh, every day is an important day in history. Every day is a holiday. We gotta celebrate every day, Mike. And uh, and we're gonna be celebrating tomorrow too because it's Veterans Day. And. Uh, even though we're both working, um, and that's okay, because uh, dude, I get to go cover a state championship football game, and um, and you're off to cover. Uh, I'm off to Long Island to cover a state semifinal uh, field hockey. Are you game. gonna go get a New York slice at Sabaro or? <laughs> <laughs> what a great episode! Dude, uh, yeah, oh, I yeah, will. Absolutely. I will be getting probably a New York slice. Probably not from Sabaro. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how much do you or know a, about the? Oh, or a deli, or you know, I might I might get a bagel or something. Yeah, you know. yeah. I don't like. I mean, like, yeah. What, like, what else do you have to do when you go to New York? I guess, like, what are the main, especially when it's cold? Like, it's not like you want to walk around all day. I wish I like was an ice skater. I would, I would go check out what Rockefeller. Rock Rock yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd be kind of lame doing it by myself. No, doing laps. Just like you know, like uh, can like you a can you skate or, or, or are you no, like? No, I can't. Oh, no. okay. I, I tried one. The only time I've ever tried to ice skate was like the day before, like high school, my, my freshman year, like high school basketball tryout. So I, you know, I, I didn't tie uh, the ice skates like tight. And then uh, my buddy who plays hockey is like, dude, you're gonna like break your ankle. And I'm just like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. Uh, so we were. I. This is uh, it's one of my heftier points, sort of somewhat like right now. <laughs> uh, but in Vegas, so I was you know I was about two fifty, and she bought me uh, probably cheaper rollerblades if I had to guess. I don't know. Um, and. I just I broke them just by being too fat. Like yeah. I like the wheels like bent in, and yeah, I can't skate. And like, but I wanted to learn because I was like, oh, it'd be cool like someday to like play in like a rec hockey league or something like yeah, that, you know. Sure. And uh, I just don't get it, like that and swimming. I just can't do it. I, like I tried, I I tried and tried and tried again. You can, you can swim, you just can't swim. No, but. no, not really. Well, like you don't, you're not gonna drown. I mean, I, well, yeah, I can. I can't tread water. I don't get it. Dude, I, I they, I don't want to say they took pity on me, but I didn't get it. Like there was like this whole, you know, we're talking about Marine Corps stuff, right? So take me back to boot camp, and there was this whole trick, you know, because you're in boots and 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 your can your camis and everything like that, and there's this trick where you like blow a bubble of water into it, and that helps you float. And I just I just couldn't do it, and I can't tread water, and I don't know. Yeah, so I I mean obviously I haven't been in a pool in in that kind of scenario. Like I haven't been in water in that kind of scenario. I don't know if I I don't know if I could do that either. I don't know if that's necessarily. I'm just talking about jumping in a pool like you're not going to Can uh can I can I splash uh very conspicuously from point A to point B very uh inefficiently? Yes. Okay. Um yeah. Well, that's that's better than some. I'll, I'll give um, you that. Uh, yeah, I mean I mean like I wasn't 
basically they would let you out of the pool once you showed you could do it. But I was like literally one of the last five there that, you know, that were, actually got out of the pool. Because if you don't, were you, were you last? Uh, I, no, no, I'm saying I wasn't last. But there you I was, go. I was very near last. Um, and Alex would tell you this too, but he was one of the <laughs> one of the five that almost. <laughs> this is, we're talking to like a we're talking to a company of like 200 Marines. Alex and I were like both like. Last ten at the very. What's wrong least. with these Barrington boys? A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I won't say what they yeah, yeah. would say about Vermont, but yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. How the hell did we get down that rabbit hole? But it's uh. Anyway, tomorrow it is Veterans Day, and it's also national. What is, what else is there to say? I, I will say it's it's not Memorial Day, so you know, like I I don't know. It's weird for me to—I I don't know. I—I'm not supposed to say it. I'm not supposed to say like, like you know, you—you you, you always can honor the fallen, but they just recognize that there's a difference in the two holidays, right? Um, don't honor me. I, that's not what I'm saying because I always say if you knew how much time I spent asleep in Afghanistan, then you'd be angry about how your tax dollars are being spent. So, um, so I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about real veterans. And I'm probably gonna upset other, you know, you are air- a real veteran. Though. I'm gonna upset other aircraft mechanics like myself, you know, because like, oh, I'm not a real veteran. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like I wasn't even a good mechanic, you know. So like, I haven't been good at my job until like a year ago when I <laughs> when I started writing, or excuse me, like three years ago, I guess when I started writing. Before that, I never had a niche, you know what I mean. So, you know what I mean. I um, think you're. I think you're wrong, but I didn't know uh, previous Tory, so I guess I can't speak on it too too much. Yeah, you, you, you didn't know me when I didn't have my shit together, you know. Yeah. Um, such as when I was 15 years old, Segway, and I listened to a lot of metal. So um, November 11th is also National Metal Day. And I, as can we see, f- I can see you headbanging for sure, dude. I had the. Um, yeah, I didn't have the long enough hair to be headbanging. I. You know, even sophomore year, so even here in Bennington, there were there were probably still people around here that remember this, okay? But I was the new kid in town sophomore year, and I was headbanging. So the it's a creative writing class, and the assignment was to bring in a CD so everybody could critique the song, critique, critique the music. So I don't even know if you know who Godsmack is. Yeah, I've heard. I couldn't tell you, like, if you played a song, I wouldn't know it. Yeah, but so- yeah. So I bring in I bring in Godsmack off their original album, and uh, you know, teacher plays the song. I start headbanging and I smash my head off the desk somehow. I come up. I already know I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh shit, yep, that hurts. And uh, yep, so gotta leave. Go, you know, go to the nurse's office. Nurse is like, yep, you need stitches. So leave school but it's football season so i'm not i'm not leaving school for the rest of the day because i gotta go to practice and um so i come back for third period who i had with the girl that i had a crush on at the time and i wanted to ask her to homecoming and i was like you know what fuck it i'm Today's doing it. that day today's the day i'm, I already I'm smacked doing my it my head off the desk we're good we're chilling yeah it's, it's obviously already a good day right mm-hmm. so let's just go for it and so i asked her and i you know and you know you're 15. I'm, I don't know if you had if you were super awkward or if you were confident when you were 15. But I was, nah, I was super awkward. But I was super I had, awkward. I, I basically the, uh, asked her to like do me a favor and go to <laughs> go to homecoming with me. I had the and, advantage uh, of having uh, you know one of these cell phones here. Makes it a little bit easier. Uh, it's, oh, you, so you don't need you don't need in person game. You don't yeah. need the game. That's no. what's 
Man, that's what's wrong with your generation. Yeah. Uh, amen, brother. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, there was no, um, yeah, there was no Snapchat for 15 year olds back then. There probably shouldn't be now. <laughs> but anyway, true. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. very very true. Yeah, yeah. So so I asked her, and then shocker, she said no, and then. You know, when I was a health teacher, I would tell that I told that story to all of my health classes just to be, you know, to try and break the ice so that they could be like, so they could know that like, you know, life gets better because that was like probably like, you know, one of the low points of high school for me, you know? Yeah, no, I and, I and, it, and I was like, I was in front of them like, if I can laugh about this now, you know, like you guys are going to be okay, you know? Yeah. So I always told that story to my health class, but the whole point yeah, so November 11th is Metal Day, man. And we also learned, like, so, <laughs> what, did, what did the thing on uh, National Today say? Not all metal is uh, is angry, and, you know, yeah, some of it's happy, but it sounds like it's, it's like... uplifting, yeah. Yeah, it, it, sounds like, it sounds like Jesus metal, and um, I'm sorry, man. I, I You know, I got no problem with religion. It's cool, but, like, I just... I don't think I could ever get into, into Jesus metal or any Jesus music at all, honestly. Creed had, like, one good song, but... Yeah, it's Creed. Their halftime performance, they're, though. Yeah, and they're yeah they're making some kind of weird resurgence. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think they ever really went away. They did like in certain circles, you know. And I think they're just kind of elevated. You don't, you don't think so? I, I don't know. Maybe it's because like, I have, dude. When's the last time you heard a Creed song other than you know played in the locker room of what was it? The Rangers weren't the Rangers uh, I going think so, with, big yeah. with Creed. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I guess it's just the one song too, but I don't know. I what if was actually like a good song. The rest like whatever, they suck. But um speaking of things that suck. So 1973, I don't get this. The Soviets refused to play Chile because they didn't like the way that uh, I I presume a communist leader was overthrown. Um and so they refused to play them in a World Cup game. I don't understand this approach. If you have political differences and ideological differences with a country, how does that not motivate you to go out there and beat their ass? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, uh, I mean, one of the most iconic like sports photos of all time, the whole premise behind it's that, right? Like 1936 on the podium. Yeah, exactly. Jesse Owens, man. Exactly. Right? I mean, you don't was, have that moment if he's wasn't like, there no, a, I don't want to go to Germany. Wasn't there a black dude that beat a German boxer too? And am I, is, I was that Joe? Was. was it Joe Lewis? It might have been. I'm not. I'm not um, certain on that. But it, it, I think I remember the German boxer. I think it was Max Schnelling or something. Now I feel like, yeah. But the point being, I, I've never understood this mentality of like, like, oh, you know, you're an asshole and you don't like us, so we're not going to play you. <laughs> In a, in in athletic competition, when you can use your anger and your aggression against them, like I don't get it. There's a thing called like bulletin board material. Yeah, that, no shit. You know, like no shit. That what? coaches really they they really like stay up at night hoping that the other team doesn't have that right. Yeah. And if if you just have that built in on like a core of beliefs, like not even like oh you know. Uh, I think Joe Burrow sucks. I hate his haircut. You know, <laughs> like shit, like, like stupid shit like that. Like on a core of like your values. I mean, that's so, if, if you're not like, what else is motivating than that? Other than that. And what are you like? You know, what did America do when we had bulletin board material against the Soviets? We fucking won, dude. That, that's that's still like the greatest sports story ever. Miracle on us. Yeah. Greatest call at the end. Al Michaels. Mm. It's like. 
no matter what Al Michaels does after that. And he, like, dude, he's been around forever. He has been. How many? How long? That was thirty-seven years ago, right? Miracle on Ice, nineteen eighty-six, right? Was it eighty-two or eighty-six? It could have been. I think it was eighty-six. Or it might have been eighty-four. Oh, are we going to split in the middle? Damn. Now, now I got to figure this out. Either way, I was either barely born or not born. Might be eighty-four. Nineteen eighty. 1980? Yeah, we were both wrong. Dude, Al Michaels has been doing this shit for 43, at least 43 years. I don't know how long he was doing before that. Damn. That's crazy. But anyway, yeah, the Americans have, you know, bulletin board material, and they won. Because they were like, these guys are communists, and they're, they're professional hockey players, and they're regimented and, you know, like, strict, and, you like, you guys are going to go out there and find a way and they did and i don't know it's just beautiful it's just yeah it's, for sure dude you know fuck communism so it's just it's just good over evil that's all it was it's nice when it's that clear cut right yeah most things here's the thing most things are, there is a gray area there was no fucking gray area on that one you know what i mean that's why it's the that's that's why it's such a cool story there was a clear bad guy it's hard to find a clear bad guy you know I mean, everybody thinks they're the good guy in the story, you know? I am. I know I am. The bad guy? No, the good guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> November 12th, International Tongue Twister Day. Well, that's not a, that's not a hard one. I, I turn things into tongue twisters. So. It has to I. It has to I. Were you uh, Dr. Seuss, like, growing up? Dr. Seuss, yeah, Dr. Seuss is cool, right? Uh, I guess you know he's had some negative PR over the years, maybe. Right, yeah. Obviously, and some some anti-Semitism or something. Jesus. Something on that. Did your school celebrate? Like, did you celebrate Dr. Seuss Day growing up? Like, we we would always have like cake on Dr. Seuss Day. I think it's in March, March or April, if memory serves correct. I, I think I think we celebrated his birthday. Probably not anymore ever since the I uh, don't remember problematic stuff. But yeah, we would all like we'd, like there would be like book. You know, we would make sure to read a book. That day or, or whatever, obviously very young. And then, yeah, the cafeteria would serve, like, Dr. Seuss cake that day. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Did, are, you, are you too young for, like, did you have, like, the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, like, hell yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I remember that. I don't remember if there was a, a specific Dr. Seuss day, though. March 2nd, yep. So, yeah, yeah, March. Huh. Yeah, memory. Okay. Still got the old memory clicking. All right. Um, also on November 12th in 1978 was the, uh, the famous Dukes of Hazzard car jumping over the, uh, police car scene, um, with to a few bars of old Dixie. I, I don't feel like that would go over well today either. Um, which, yes, yeah, man, like, I'm not saying that's a, I'm not saying that's a bad thing that it, that it wouldn't go over well today either, by the way. Yeah. Like, there's some things where I'm like, come on, man, lighten up. But like others, it's like, yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it checks I, out. You know, it's. I mean, I literally left a job because we were, or I, I basically just gave up on a job because I was editing for this website that was like glorifying civil war, Confederate civil war generals. And I, was like, I was like, I don't believe in whitewashing history. I don't believe in like erasing Confederate generals from history, but we were like kind of like one of the articles was like talking about like, you know, what a badass he was. And I was like, we could probably just skip this article. Yeah. 
but instead it was like pandering to a probably likely mostly southern audience now that i think back on it i mean again most of the military is from the south so yeah so that was kind of a bummer um that was that was the, my that was my first time having two editing gigs at the same time. <laughs> uh, all right, and then um, November thirteenth, uh, Kim. Shit, we looked up Kim Ang. Is, I, believe, uh, I believe Kim Ang. Uh, YouTube gave me the pronunciation. Uh, first female general manager in baseball history, and but unfortunately, so this happened. She was hired in two thousand twenty. Became the first female general manager. But then was recently fired or recently fired herself? Which which was it? Uh, I'm not sure if she fi- fired or uh, let me let me try and find leaves the Marlins for the same reason Derek Jeter did. The LA Times is saying so. It's it seems like it was on her own. Uh, it seems like she she left. But wait, why did Derek Jeter leave the Marlins? Uh, I think it was fights over. Uh, didn't believe in ownership. D- didn't feel um, valued and and kind of respected and, and things like that. Uh, the Marlins don't really pay for the players. I think that probably has something to do with it as well. Mm. Uh, I read that. I'm not sure if this is 100% correct. I, I read that uh, the Red Sox wanted to interview her, and sh- she was like, nah. Is she a, is she a saber, you know, like a, I'm not sure. an analytics I, darling? I, re- I really or? don't know. Huh. Wonder if that bodes well for the Red Sox or not. Like, I know, right? Like somebody of that caliber, ref- like you don't think of anybody refusing to take an interview with the Boston Red well, Sox. Well, so here's the thing: if if the reason that she left the Marlins is because they weren't spending enough money, and then okay, so the so the interview with the Red Sox is going like you know like oh uh, yeah, we want to be we want to keep running it like a mid market team, even though we're a giant market team. And she was like, mm. "So where does that leave her? Right, that leaves her the Padres, the Mets, the Mets, the Yankees. Like, and these jobs aren't open. Dodgers. Like, you're you're limiting yourself. I, I'm I'm not trying to take away from her leaving Miami. Like, yeah, like if you know she was in the building long enough to realize that it's not the right fit. It's not what she wants at this point. But, um." Am I defending the Red Sox right now? I don't like this. But if you're like, oh, I need I need a top five payroll, like, well, you're only gonna have five jobs. And those those people that are, I mean, maybe the Padres, since I don't know what their situation's like right now, but uh, you know, after their poor season and they've they've paid a lot of money for those guys. But usually if you're paying a lot of money, like the Rangers, your team's doing well, right? There, there's not a lot of cases of of your payroll. Mets and Padres. I guess it can. I guess it can create kind of. And the, really, what the fuck have the Dodgers done? So and the Yankees. And the, yeah. So I mean, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. I big mean, payroll doesn't equal wins lately. I mm. mean, the Dodgers did win a World Series, but. Um. See, I. You know how you you say the bubble in the NBA is a fake championship? I say that's a fake World Series. Okay. Fair enough. Played on a neutral site. What? Wait, what? The COVID one. The COVID World Series or the COVID basketball? COVID World Series. The COVID World Series was played on on a neutral site. I think it was played in Arlington. No, was it? I think it was. Let me look it up. I don't know. I only say that though because baseball is about wear and tear. You know what I mean? 
for basketball, I say it was they made the NBA as much like March Madness as they possibly could. That's awesome. Yeah, MLB chose Globe Life Field in Arlington as the site of the 2020 World Series. Boom, I know baseball. Yeah, good job. I totally don't don't remember that. Oh, God, another god-awful alternate court. You don't is like that, this one? I don't think Phoenix? this one's... Yeah, I don't think this one's too, too bad. What are you talking about? That is awful. The key is terrible, right? I think that's what kind of does it. I like the purple. Nah, I'm not into it. Those are those are clashing colors, and it's... like, What are we doing? What are we doing? We, this is not necessary. Can we just have basketball courts? Is that Bradley Beal? His is back that... looks okay. Shout out you, Bradley Beal. What, on Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. He, I uh, made his debut last game. Oh, good, good defense, Durant. Pussy, whatever. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. I gotta, I gotta go all the way down to Long Island. Yeah, you need to get your ass to bed, man. Jeez. Um, so yeah. Um, in in light of, or, or you know, immediately following my comment to Kevin Durant, it's World Kindness Day <laughs> on uh, Sunday. Monday. Monday. Ah. Uh, World kind of stay on a Monday. I just like, yeah. that's all I got to say about that. Counterproductive, right? Yeah, it's We're dude, supposed to start the week off right. That's you know, let's. I mean, no, it's 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 a nice sentiment. It's not going to happen. Like you, it'd be better on a Friday, right? I think so. Yeah, I think. I mean, if you, I feel like you're setting World Kind of Stay up to fail on a Monday. That's all. Could be. <laughs> I'm I'm going to try to be kind on Monday. No, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot, man. I, I think it, you're probably going to yell at me. Uh, so maybe you'll yell at me for the team I pick for uh, your next League Pass ooh, team, or probably. Um, but just remember, it's World Kindness Day. So, is, are you going to come? Are you going to give me like options? Is it going to be other than Oklahoma you know, City? Or? You no, know, I have 30 options here, and I just went through one. Uh, we're not going to. We're not going to have like a <laughs> multiple choice. Okay, like we're. We're gonna see what fits, and I'm not. Stop gonna, yelling at me. We're not gonna give. It's not World Kindness Day yet. We're not gonna give you multiple choices quite yet. We'll see how stubborn you are and how far you want to take this. I'm willing to take this long to the wrong I, long run. I'm I, I'm not gonna give up on this. We're gonna find you a fit that works, and you're probably gonna give up on it. And I then just, I'm gonna be. You upset. know what? We've obviously been taking too much time off lately because for you to for you to think that I would accept. Oh yeah, they're gonna be like you know the you know one of the bottom five teams in the NBA, but <laughs> but they're fun to watch. Like it's okay. That's not fun for me. I like I want only winning I is need... fun to you. That is ridiculous. What? That's that is the point of athletic. I'm not, I'm not telling you to like buy in on this team. Like like your your happiness is devoted to if the Pistons win or lose. I'm just saying. It, basketball is entertainment sports are entertainment just watch for an hour and a half and be like oh you know i kind of liked that or if i didn't like you haven't even given it a chance you haven't even given it a chance i'm hitting the music we'll talk to you guys later <laughs> <laughs>